Oh, wonderful. Okay, so uh, we'll have another minute maybe, but if uh, if you don't have a tea, if you're not settled, uh, uh, Bindo has graciously uh, pinned uh, the Karakas uh, in the PDF. Open the PDF. If you have your copy of Mandukya, get it ready. If you don't have your tea, get settled. Uh, we'll be working uh, on, we're chapter two today, uh, working from uh, the Karakana Sloka number 16. And... Uh, I'll just uh, give it another minute, maybe. Om Namo Brahma Dibyo, Brahma Vidya Sampradaya Kartrupyo, Vamsarshipyo, Mahapyo, Namo Guru Pyaha, Shankaram Shankarajadim, Keshavam Badarayanam, Sutra Vashikatau, Vande Bhagavantau, Punapunaha, Isharo Guru Ratmedi, Motiveda Vivagini, Biomavat Pyapta Dehaya, Dekshina Mutayinaha, Om Sri Kurabhyo Namaha. Om Badram Karne Vishrunyama Devaha, Badram Pashe Makshavir Yajatra, Stirai Rangai Sushtu Vagam Sastanubi, Vishema Devahidam Yadayuho, Sostina Yindro Vridhashrava, Sostinaf Pusha Vishaveda, Sostinaf Starcho Arishtanemi, Sostino Brhaspatil Dadatu, Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Pratyam Shupradhani, Spiracharanigara, Vyapivil Vyapyalokan. Bhuktva bhogan savishtan punarabhidishanod bhasitan kama janyan. Pitva sarvan visheshan sovitam idurabhum mayaya bhojayanno. Maya sankhyam turiyam paramamrudamajam brahmayatannatosmi. Yo vishwatma vidijavishayan. Rasya bhokan stavishtan paschas chanyan sumiti vibhavan jodisha svena sushman Punarabhishanai swatmanit stopayetva hitva sarvan visheshan vigata gunagana Pato Nauda Turiyaha Upanishad Mantra Omiteta Dakshadamidam Sarvam Tasyopa Vyakyanam Bhutam Bhavit Bhavishadi Sarvam Okara Yeva Yachanyatrakala Didam Tadapya Mankara Yeva Sarvam Yedat Brahma Ayamatma Brahma Soyamatma Chadushpad Jagaridastano, Bahipratnyaha, Saptanka, Ekona Vimshati Mukha, Stula Book, Vaishwana Pradama Pada, Sopnastano, Anta Pratnya, Saptanka, Ekona Vimshati Mukha, Pravivikta Book, Taijaso, Didiya Pada, Yatra Supno, the Kanjana Gaman, Kama Yedi, the Kanjana Supnam Vishadita, Sushuttam, Sushuttastana, Eki Buddha, Pratnya, the Gana, Eva Mananda Mayaha, He Ananda Book, Ratnas to the Yapadaha. Yesha Sarvesura, Yesha Sarvetna, Yesha Andariami, Yesha Yoni, Sarvasya Prabhu of Yogi, Buddha Nam. 
नंत प्रज्ञ न भे प्रज्ञ न वेद प्रज्ञ न प्रज्ञान घनम न प्रज्ञ न प्रज्ञ अदृश्यम अव्यवहार्यम अग्राह्यम अलक्षणम अचिंत्यम अव्यवदेशम एकात्म प्रत्ययसारम प्रपंचोपशमम शांतम शिवम अद्वैतम चतुर्थम मन्यन्ते सा आत्मा सविज्ञेय सोयमात्मा अध्यक्षरम ओंकारम अधिमात्रम पादा मात्रा मात्राश्च पादा अकार उकारमकार इति जागरितस्थानो वैश्वानर वैश्वानरो अकार प्रथमात्र आप्तेरादिमत्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्वाद्व
of experiences is being established we saw that the how the process has been happening now from the 19 to 28 karikas gaudavada is me living no mercy at all he wants all of us to empty our baggage all the notions and ideations which we are having developing and depending upon the various philosophies we have heard or we have formulated in our mind need to be expunged from our ideas before we come to the advaita pragaranam where the unity of the individual and absolute is being established it is mandatory that we empty our you know our pet ideas and imaginations about what we thought as a reality or what is the experiences etc so he is going to take us from that uh, you know to that state where we have to have no idea at all about what is the reality because it is beyond the ideations and beyond the nomenclatures which anybody can put or define it with so it is mandatory for a teacher like godapada that he rebuts or you know throws out all the pet ideas which are there prevalent during those days which are not much different from today's world of experiences for us also so even though the words may be used when we be pertaining to those period but on a on a comparison you will find even today we are also no different from those ideas what we have been you know harboring in our own mind but before going to that the the standard example of the rope and snake is expounded to make us understand how we can do that you know removal of our pet ideas so removing of the pet ideas can be done only if we know a process through which we can do that that is being expounded in the preceding karika 16 17 and 18 so let us look into the these karika 16 17 18 and we will run through 19 to 28 because basically they are all refuting different pet ideas prevalent then and now so it's important that we should know these things and to understand that the 16th karika says jeevam kalpayate purvam tato bhavan prutak vidan bhavan prutak vidan bahyan adhyatmikancha evat eda abidya tada smriti purvam jeevam kalpayate purvam means before jeevan means the individual is imagined or projected now who is projecting and all we'll come to that later the the individual is projected first and then yada vidya tada smriti based on what the individual picks up during his lifetime and that becomes his smriti or his data background data backup or the base reference point with which he is 
referring to his experiences. Now, if we look at our own experiences, all the experiences which we are doing in our day-to-day -day moment has almost 80 to 90 or even 95 percent referential inferences which we bring from our past experiences or past knowledge, which is called the Smriti or memory. So today, if I am having an ice cream, I will immediately from the look of it, the name and the form, I, it is called ice cream, is from my memory. The taste and the flavor, if even if it is fresh for me, I will be comparing it with my past experience, saying whether it is a vanilla or a or, or a chocolate or etc. like that. So all the experiences, this is only for as well as the ice cream is spent, but any experience if we take it, as we have picked up from our past, we start naming and coloring our present experiences. Sa bahyan adhyatmikan pratak vidan bhavan kalpayade. This individual who has now accumulated this memory bank divides his experiences as external and internal where there is absolutely no necessity for him to divide it into as external and internal because of his memory where the exp memory is he considers to be internal and or as in as a internal subtle experience whereas what is experienced outside through the sense organs immediate perception we put it as an external experience and these active attributes also internal and external is also a, a projection by the individual based on his thing. So even though today we are going and experiencing a, a, a for example, any event or a object we are experiencing in the world, the object is never understood in its pristine good, I mean, its own original nature. Because that particular object is fresh and we are experiencing it fresh and then and there now. But what we normally do is we bring from our memory similarities or conditions and adjectives and all those things and we prepare a what you call attributed onto the object from our memory and mixes us up with our present mem present experience and we never get to know the purity of experience of the present we never live in the present we are our living in the present we may think that we are living in the present but if we scrutinize it and analyze it threadbare we will find that we are always falling back upon our memories to or the you know impressions and the, the qualities which we have acquired in our from our past to paint the even the present experience without even taking an effort to enjoy the present being 100% in present so this attitude of present projecting and you know Coloring the present experience from our past 
is a sort of a projection. We need not have to do that, but we are tended. We our tendency is to do that. Now this exactly is what happens in the next karika when uh, Gaudapada is using that. Anishchida yada rajju andakare vikalpida sarpadaradir bhavai tatatmaka vikalpida. I told you that what happens in the present experience. Now imagine we are having a twilight situation and we are seeing a snake like an object on the floor. Yadha andakare anishchida rajju. Just as in the twilight, an unclear rope being understood as either sarpa dhara bihi bhavai, like either a snake or a stream of water or a stick or a crack on the floor. We can imagine anything, it depends upon what we are bringing it from our memory. But the reality which is on the floor is a rope. And in the conditions under which we are seeing it, we bring in from our memory either it is a snake or a water stream or a crack on the floor or a stick lying on the floor. Anything we can project on it. Tadvat, Atma, Vigalpita. Same way, the self projects the present experiences from the past bundle of our memory bank. So the experiences which we are going through today are not seen in its own purity or pristine condition, the reality of it, but we are superimposing upon that what is thought to be our likes and dislikes or what we feel that it is, this is how it is. So we do not know the reality, not only that we do not know the reality, we also superimpose upon that based on our earlier data of information which we are carrying it. So this is the reason what is being used that just as when the knowledge of the substratum of the rope is known, all the superimposition which on that it has happened either as a snake or a rope or a stream of water or a crack on the floor or a stick, whatever may be the projection. The moment the reality of the rope is known, the moment the reality of the substratum is known, the real moment when we know the reality of what is the reality, Vikalpaha Vinivartate. All projections which we bring it from our mind or our imagination or our, our expectations and our desires, all those gets removed. Raju iva iti advaitam siddhyati. The rope or the substratum of the 
superimposition of snake etc is nothing but rope is obtained is sitari advaitam and there is no there is nothing dual there was no snake separate from the rope before now and after all the three states of experiences past present and future the reality was only rope it is the rope it was the rope it will be the rope but in between we are projecting the snake on it or a crack on the floor etc on this thing tadwat like that when we know the reality of our own reality then all the misconceptions which we have vanishes so in the 16th shloka when we started jeevam kalpayade purvam is the starting word and here in the last word is tadvat atmanishaya so the kalpana or the imagination the individual as an existential reality is a projection yada jeevam kalpayade purvam the beginning the individuality is assumed and therefore individuality and his world of experiences and his shared experiences with other individuals also is creation only and all those experiences other than himself is because the first place the first projection itself was a wrong one like on the rope if you project first itself as a snake then all the things which we do on the snake is going to happen we'll get scared of the snake we may bring a we may bring a stick to beat the snake to death or we may do so many things or even after you know the snake is gone that aftermath of the imagined snake if it had been a real snake what would have happened to me all sorts of things are based on imaginations after but the first place itself whether it was a rope is if it is somebody has known that it is rope for him the rope is always a rope there is no snake or any other thing which can can project on that same way jeevam kalpayade purvam in the 16th mantra the 16th kariga has to be understood as tadvat atma vinishchayaha advaitam siddhyati this imagination that i am an individual is a projection when it is understood only the rest of the things will fall in place until unless it all the experiences and all you know stories and developments and uh, you know experiences space time causation sajagrat sapna sushupti each experiences all of them are superimposed upon jeevam kalpayade purva first we thought that we are as limited individual that's why ramana maharshi is asking us to find out you know find out who you are the whole problem started from that point 
so unless we are able to understand and our you know identify give that important analysis to that we will never know the reality of the substratum on which everything is dependent upon is not the whole world of experiences whatever good bad ugly or everything is dependent upon the i the individual the observer because i projected myself as the subject that is the first state of experience which i am projecting myself i the subject is experiencing the object the reason doership of experiencing all those things falls one after the other the moment we say that i as a subject is the i a subject at all is what is to be questioned now i the individual and the projection is being seen by different philosophers in different ways that is what we we what what is going to happen from the 19 to 28th mantras which we will now go through it prana divi ranandaishai bhavair etai vikalpyata maya yesha devas tasya devasya yaya sammohita swayam pranadi pranadivihi anandaihi like the prana and the millions of the things etai bhavai vikalpita esh This differentiation, is projections, projections, on that substratum, they are all being projected, prana and all the other things. Tasya Devasya Maya Yaya Swayam Sammohita. Now, here is a very important statement which need to be analyzed very clearly tasya devasya the one who gets projected for him there is a deva for him there is somebody who did it on to him to explain that he is and he is putting that i am deluded because of the projection done on me as an individual by that deva who project created me so this is the jeevan kalpade purvam how it is happening now we are, we are not in the state that we have gone transcended to that substratum we are trying to analyze the substratum as a jiva or a individual which has been created so i am saying that there is maya by the substratum which is having the substratum has a potency called maya or a you know magic power because of which i was projected and then i got deluded by my sense organs and my mind body intellect etc etc this is how the first projection happened is being assumed by me from my point of view or from each one of our point of view we are assuming now that 
Maya is the Shakti of the Brahma or Turiya or Ishwara because of which every creation is happened and Prana, Ananta, Bedan, like many of those things which has happened like Prana, etc. Here Prana is Hiranyagarbha, not the Prana of what we are talking about, the breath or Pranayama Prana. Here Prana stands for Hiranyagarbha, the total creator. So, he is referring here to the Upanishad mantra which says about the creation in the Taitriya. So kamayataha bahusyam prajayeti. Let me become many. Tatmat atmana akasha sambudaha. So the Hiranyagarbha then thinks that let me become many. And then from the sea created, first created akasha. Akasha atmana akasha sambudaha. Akasha sambudaha. From the Atma, Akasha came. Akasha, Dvayo, Vayo, Ragni, Agne, Rabaha. Like then, then the gradation of the creation is being explained. That is what here he is being referring here also. That Prana, that Hiranyagarbha or Ishwara, who is creating the world of experiences through the, you know, so Akamayata, he desired, oh, Kalpayate Purvam. Both are meaning the same. It is the Kalpana of the Ishwara or the Kalpana of the Hiranyagarbha. And then as an individual, I am referring back to my creation as the power of Maya of Ishwara because of which I was created. Why I am saying this repeatedly is that keep it in mind. Gaudapada is going to put a nuclear bomb on this idea of ours that uh, we are all created in towards the subsequent day of the Kariga. Whether this creation has really happened or, you know, Ajadi Gautam, or whether this has happened or not, we will know it later. But now we are all created, therefore we need an explanation. So we say it is the Maya of the Ishwara which we cause, we have been created. Then prana idi prana vido bhuta nidi tadvidaha guna idi gunas vidaha tatvan idi tadvidaha. Now he now from here the goes the list, unending list of different philosophers. Prana idi prana vidaha. It is the prana means the Hiranyagarbha and the related pranas of the at the gross level, prana is Hiranyagarbha at the Microcosmic level, it is the Mahaprana and the Panjapranas, all those things. Bhutani is Shaddhiduha. The Buddhas, the creations, the other, you know, Ajayaman, Bhuda Vijayate. There are many creations which are Bhuda Vijayate. There are many creations which are many objects which are being created. Guna Yidi Gunavidaha. Then there's Kapila's philosophy, the Trugunatmika. Maya is Trigunatmika, therefore the Gunas are the reason why the creation is happening. Sattvarajas, Tamas and all those things are being act atvaraj. Tattvani iri Tattvavidaha. Then there are Tattva, Mahatattva, like that, you know, different Tattvas which are being referred by different philosophers. So there Atma, Vidya, Vidya Shiva, iri Tattva, three Tattvas which are being referred to by some set of philosophers, Shaivas, basically. So they call it as 
Atma, Avidya and Shiva are the three tattvas which are the create are the created ones. Pada idi pada vido vishaya idi tadvidaha. Loka idi loka vito deva idi cha tadvidaha. 21st karika. Pada means padas means uh, pada, that you know different uh, quarters. Padavidaha, those who believe in quarters, even though, even the first month, first uh, Agama Pragarana, it has mentioned as, you know, Chatushpad, Soyamatma Chatushpad. So, Pada idi Padavidaha, Vishaya idi Tadvidaha. Objects are being referred by the Vishayas, means in Indriya Vishayas. By the sensory inputs, what we take it as objects is being referred to as Vishayas. Loka iti loka vita. Loka means again the lokyate iti lokaha. Objects being experienced. One is the objects. Second one is the experiences of the object. Deva iti tadvitaha. Iti tadvitacha. The devas, you know, there are you know, multitudes of 3,000, 3, I mean, 3 billion devas which are being referred to in the shastras. So each one is having a potency or a power to enlighten certain aspects in the nature. So they are all called the devas in the thing, whether it's Indra, Varuna, Agni, Avayu, etc. All these things are all kalp are all kalpitas. They are all being projected by the people who have this memory of or who's learned it from their different sources of the teachings or different teachers, etc. and all this. Veda idi Veda vido yetnya idi cha tadvidaha. Bhokte idi cha bhoktru vido bhojyam idi tadvidaha. Kariga number 22. Veda idi Veda vida. Now what is the Veda idi Veda vida? There are schools of philosophers who think that what is told in the Agama Pragarana of the Veda is the full and final. There is nothing more to be studied. The, uh, the Upasana or the Vedanta is not part of Vedas. Only the rituals and that is to be done. And they believe in that. That is what they they think that the whole is whole truth is. Yatnyacha Based on that, they also do the yatnyas. Vidhi Nisheda, you know, yatnyas and all those activities based on the Vedas. Bhokta iri bhokta vidaha. Then there are people from the graduated from that Vedas thing saying that our Vedas are all nothing but karma based on karma. So every karma has got the reaction. So the bhokta, the fruit of the action will be there. Therefore you are a enjoyer of the action of the fruits of the what is done by the yatnya and that is ordained by the vedas so vedas yatnyas and bhokta bojyam iti tadvidaha then there are people saying that the, the the fruits of the action which are coming are the uh, you know the truth of the whole action so there is nothing called isha these are people within the within the vedic period itself who do not accept ishara all they say is that the, the Veda has given injunctions, do's and don'ts, 
and when we do the do's and don'ts as per the yajna vidhi and the, as per the ordained method in which we are doing we are given the and uh, the fruit of action and the fruit of action when it is satisfied you get punya and papa that is the be all and end all of life so this cycle of going through again birth and death and birth and death and ultimately your punya will increase to such an extent then you will be you will not have to worry anything about bad because there won't be any papa karmas you will be always in a state of happiness that is what the philip that certain type of philosophers who based on the agama or the yeah vedas thing now 33rd karika says sushma idi sushma vidaha stula idi ticha tadvidaha murta idi murta vido murta idi chadvidadvidaha now sushma idi sushma vidaha there is a certain category of nayika and vaisheshika those days even today's world if you look at it those who are in the uh, you know in the scientific field they are trying to find out the boss hit bugs box boss and hit sun or the quark other finer aspects of anu or atom beyond the atom to the those days days they they had only the atom paramanu that is nyayika and vaisheshika people they believe that everything is can be re- reduced into paramanu level that is the atom level and uh, when two atoms of the same uh, material g- get together you get you get a matter at the paramanu level or at the atom level they are not visible by the you know sensory organs but when they join together the matter is produced so this is that sushma vidaha stula che tadvidaha then they say that this when the two paramanus join together you get a gross object whether it is you call it as a human being an animal or sun moon star all of them are agglomerations or multitudes of paramanus in this and murti iri murta vidaha now then from there they have brought it that you know the name and form of it all those things are all based on the knowledge which they have accumulated amurta idi tad murta vidaha amurta idi tad vidaha there are people who believe that there is murti and amurti murta means which has got form and there amurta vidam is that which are do not have the formless which are the formless one these are all again you know kalpayate purvam we you know this is the imaginary imaginary way in which people are trying to philosophize the life and the reality of life so there is no point in dealing and describing these things where it is it doesn't it is not going to affect us help us in any way to reach the reality absolute reality kala idi kala vido disha idi tadvidaha vada idi vada vido bhuvana idi tadvidaha now people are there are people who is saying that no time is the beginning the beginning everything of the beginning started with the time and then there came the space disha the, the next one is that and the time and space both of them happened simultaneously therefore that big bang and etc is what being referred to but they don't use the word big bang here but something similar to that vada idi vada vidaha then vada means it's a different uh, 
methodology or the philosophies with which it is being explained by different people. Bhuvanani iti tadvidaha. Then Bhuvanas. There are local, you know, 14 uh, planes of experiences. Bhuvanam means here planes of experiences. Bhuloga, Swarloga, Bhuvaswa, you know, to the to Sorgaloga and upward, which the pressure keeps increasing. Or you are going downwards, Alatala, Bhutala, Talatala, Patala, into the downward where the negative experiences or the pain or, or the, you know, suffering keeps increasing. So these are all the Bhuvanas, Bhuvanas what is being referred here. So these are the people who believe in that, in the different multiple layers of experiences are there. Mana iti mano vidaha, mano iti mana vidaha, buddhi iti tadvidaha, chitta midi chitta vidaha, dharma dharma ucha tadvidaha. Now, this is another set of people who are philosophical in nature. They said everything is in the mind. Mind is the be all and end all. Everything is in the mind, only mind is the reality. And then there are the other philosophers who say, argue with them and say that no. Intellect is that it, it only the intellect should cognize what the mind is experiencing, then only it becomes an experience. Chittamiti, then there are other set of people who say, no, even the intellect cognizing it doesn't become a reality, only it becomes memory in the chitta, then it becomes a reality for the, you know, for living. Only then you can recollect it and you continue with your life. You just experience and go. It will be like momentary experiences like the fly and getting caught in the fire, you know, fireflies like that. Buddhi is facing only intellectual argument. You have no, uh, you know, reference to that unless it is going into the memory in the chitta. And when it goes to the dharma in the chitta only and it becomes memory, you will be able to differentiate between what is dharma and adharma because from the past experience we will know what is real, what is the right way, what is the wrong way, unless it goes in the memory and we are, it is available for us to refer to back as to which is right, which is wrong. This is not going, is experiences are not real. Like the dream experiences are never dharma or dharma because they don't re really remain there. The experiences of the dream can never be brought into, even though it is happening in the mind, Intellectually, we can refute it. Therefore, it doesn't go into the memory and it doesn't help us to do the dharma-dharma analysis. Then in the 26th Karika, he says, Panjavimshaka ityege shadvimshad ityechapare ekatrimshaka ityanantara ityechapare. Now here he is talking about the uh, Sankhya, Patanjali and uh, the Shaivites. The, there are 25 tattvas as per the Sankhya philosophies, which is the, which is the, which is the different uh, parts of the experiences of the world as per the Sankhya philosophy. Then adding to that, Ishwara is added and then Patanjali, Patanjalas or say that there are 26 tattvas. Aparecha, 
ekatrimshaka that is that shaivite of the in the philosophy they have added another 5 to that and then they say that 26 plus 5 31 is the is the number of tattvas and that is the reality there is nothing else other than that these are the different type of philosophers which are being referred to here by gaudavada lokan lokavida prahu atma yati tadvidaha tri napumsagas tri napumsagam linga paraparam apare lokan lokavida prahu loka here again the loka is referred to by the same thing which is being repeated here is experiences ashrama iti tadvidaha that they saying there are people who are basically this is this loka is uh, this karika is dealing with uh, you know agni loka varuna loka yama loka not the experiential part of it this is uh, talking about the different lokas where the different uh, you know adhipatis or the rulers are present there agni loka varuna loka chandra loka surya loka like that and another set of people saying no ashrama dharma is the mukhya one but you know brahmacharyas grahrasya vanaprastha sanyas are the part is the requirement of the life that is the reality one who follows that he will get you know emancipation or realization then there is the vyakaranas or the, the linguistic people who have divided the world into the masculine feminine and neuter gender and they say that everything depends upon the balance of these things in the lingam uh, lingka mean linga vyaka it's basically talking about the grammarians about it atha paraparam apare then there are say people who are saying that there is brahma which is both para and apara so they don't accept one side that para only they saying that para brahma and apara brahma are the are the two aspects of reality so they have that duality in mind this is this is coming to the dualistic thing where they know the jiva is separate and ishvara is separate our brahma brahma parabrahma is the ishvara form and that aparabrahma is what is the jiva and the creation so this is the type of division which is being brought it by the, some set of people and in the 28th karika srishti riti srishti vidaha laya yati cha tadvidaha srishti riti sitti sitti vidaha sarva sarve cha hetur sarvada now this karika need a bit of explanation srishti yati srishti vidaha the truth is the creation is held by those who are in the charvaka category they say that the creation is real it is once having created the natural selection methodology which darwin's process and exit is the reality and the world will continue and that is the reality the world can never be destroyed or never be uh, you know thing it will keep on progressing based on natural selection and all laya yati tadvidaha then there they, they in some group in the same category they say that not only that natural selection will keep on progressing one side 
there will be vanishing of categories of animals and the living beings and animals minerals or anything for that matter there will be dissolution which may not be available for the future selection so both creation one side and dissolution on another side sthiti idi sthiti vidha then that that is a balancing act by some people who in the some category say no 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 it is not into the direction of dissolution not in the direction of natural selection and progression it is a constant there is neither increase nor decrease in the matter and energy in the world it is always constant and it will always remain the same one side if it is it is progressing there shall be the uh, this is you are looking only at one aspects of it but if you took at the look at the total thing that the entire world or the entire creation is self balanced and it is always the constant there is no way in which it can be you know said to be either increasing or decreasing then there is one more category sarva sarvada ihatu always sarvam all those things sarvada always in itself this aspect is something which is being told by people who are very very close to advaitins they 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 look almost like advaitins but they have got a slight variation from the advaitin sarvam khalu idam brahma so you you they take this word as a statement for their their explanation so sarvam apnodi sarvashaha is a statement which is there in the chandogya so it having become all the things it will be always there in all the things and it is all in everything don't you think it is talking about the same thing as advaita but godapada says even they are talking from projection their mental projection is that what they think is the reality is what they are talking about it even that is an ideation or a creation from memory from the back balance of memory which they have brought in together and then they are trying to study the vedas and tell that what veda said is that this sarvam kalidam brahma or sarvam apnoti sarvashah all those things are talking about all the things are always in a state of balance and everything is in one reality this is how he has now completed from the 20th kariga to the 28th kariga all type of philosophies there were prevalent devarti from the 29th onwards he is now taking a negative negation of all of them yam bhavam darshaye dasyattam bhavam satu pasyati tam chaviti bhu bhutsatsau tadgraha samupaitatam yasya for such a person or for kumsover yam bhavam darshaye what aspect he is concentrating upon either by the teacher or by the shastra or by the teachers i mean those who are you know claim to be knowing the truth tam bhavam sa pasyati he sees only from that point of view 
is not taking any effort to enquire by himself. He is just blindly following what he has been told by the Vedas or the teacher or the Upanishad or anything without any any effort on his side. Asau Bhutva Tam Avaticha Tadgraha Tam Samupaiti. So what does it say? That aspect which he has now accepted from the teacher or the teaching, he he becomes a devotee to that, not taking any effort on his own path to transcend that teaching. There he remains as an upasaka for the teaching and he achieves what has been what has been taught and he becomes a believer of that thought rather than using it as a prop to cross over beyond all the teachings to his own reality he gets stuck at the level of a ardent follower of a teaching this is applicable this is this is happening even in the case of advaita people will follow advaita and become an ardent follower of advaita but without applying on to himself to find out the application of it and experimenting on his own reality to know who he is it becomes mere words and explanation without conviction and such people will talk like they know everything but they have to really take a plunge beyond the teaching even the last teaching has to be abandoned then only he will feel that individuality is also a projection that he is no more individual he is a part and parcel of aham brahmasmi attitude will uh, that knowledge will dawn upon only only when he abandons that also so so this is what gaudapada says on the 29th karika we will revisit this karika again in the next uh, in the coming friday then subsequently followed by how gaudapada is developing this thought into a for fortification of that how does this help us to and remove the entanglement which which we have got into as an individual so i stop it here we will continue in the next friday om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate om shanti 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 hari om sri gurudyo namah hari om thank you Anyone. Thank you, thank you, Bindoji, for the wonderful explanation of the Gaudapada Karikas. Uh, now, a platform is open for uh, clarifications. If anybody has any questions, kindly raise your hand and come to speakers panel. You may ask questions. Thank you.
नमस्ते बिंदो जी हवर यू नमस्ते एवरीवन इन द पैनल नमस्ते राजेश दिस इज अ क्वेश्चन रिगार्डिंग मांडुक्य उपनिषद इज मांडुक्य उपनिषद इज एन एक्सेप्टेड स्क्रिप्चर इन बुद्धिज्म आल्सो आई बिलीव इट्स द ओनली वन दैट इज एक्सेप्टेड इन अद्वैता एंड बुद्धिज्म आल्सो इफ यू कुड प्लीज थ्रो सम लाइट ऑन दैट एज मांडुक्य उपनिषद इट इज नॉट एक्सेप्टेड but lot of facts statements which of mandukya upanishad is seen reflected in nagarjuna's uh, karika in buddhist buddhistic literature so there are people who think that it is because mandukya upanishad is being accepted by them that is not the case because buddha bauddhas they do not accept vedas so therefore even the upanishad cannot be a part of their accepted document they don't believe in vedas so that is why the reason why the traditional people went against buddhas bauddha philosophers believers saying that they are nastikas because they don't believe in the vedas so you cannot say they believe in they have there is accepted in mandukya is accepted in the buddha literature but as i said nagarjuna's karika you know has lot of similarity in the in the in the explanation so from that way you can say there is a commonality but not acceptance okay thank you ji dhanyawad bindu uh, ji i have couple of questions uh, if i can yes please uh bindu ji i think thank you for you know about the explanation i think there is a pure experience and then you brilliantly shifted that into even the experience of i is being um tainted by the uh, memory i think that's what that was very clear and uh, hiranyagarbha uh, you started off with it's a it's a form of maya prana i think you related mahaprana is that and then because earlier it was you know devasya now in the explanation we took it in this way the hiranyagarbha as the you know a part of maya itself um, how do you sort of reconcile these two um, so there is a, i just lost that link between devasya swabhava versus the hiranyagarbha taken in as mahaprana yeah this is a very common uh, question which comes always because we miss the link when it is being told it is very subtle jeevam kalpayate purvam is the statement with which it, the whole thing starts the individual itself is an imagination or a projection okay there is no reality the individual is not real at all when the individual itself is not real where does the reality for the experiences and the world of experiences also lean upon they have no locus standi to be experiencing at all from the point of view of the delusion or the confusion which has been happened on the individual the individual needs an explanation to give for his experiences so he creates a 
terminology called Maya and superimposes on Brahma, saying that Ishwara, through his Maya, creates me and the world of my experiences. But when the creation itself has not happened, where does the Maya come from? We have to understand this, this as the link. The statement of Gaudapada is going to lead us to that state that Neha Nanasti Kinjana. There is nothing other than that. The moment you know the truth, the duality ends. When duality means there is no individual nor so is the absolute. There is only absolute. Advaitam Paramartada. But that state will not be achieved or understood or appreciated or experienced unless and until we empty our baggage, which starts with the Hiranyagarbha, etc., as the popular notion people have been carrying on. So, Kaudapada starts with the prana as a Hiranyagarbha, Mahaprana, etc., as type of explanations which are running in the world by different people, different philosophers. He want to refute all of them. So, this is just a framework or a prakriya, just to dissolve even that. No, it's not a prakriya. It is a truth. The methodology which Gaudapada is taking is all prakriyas are all part of your delusion. Where is, where is the need for a prakriya when it is not real? What is the need for a, um, a snake and a snake charmer when it is not there in the rope? The snake was never there. Right? This is like a boat required to cross the river. No, not even that way. That explanation is you need to cross a river. Here there is no crossing required. Where do you cross? To whom? To where will you cross over to? Yes, Pindaji. This is understood. Totally understood. Um, but it's a tool. The whole structure provided by the Mandukya. The, no, the tool is being given by Bhagavadabhada, which he wants open your bag if if your tool is in fitting any one of the 28, 19 to 28 karikas listed items, please empty it before you want to listen to me, is what he is going to say. Whether you are a upasaka, whether you are a, you know, yogi, you are a meditator, or you are a, you know, yatnya, dana, tapak, karma, or whether you are into dvaita, Ishwara and, uh, you know, uh, Jiva or even the Advaitin, the idea that I am Advaitin is also to be dropped. Because even the idea that I am an Advaitin is also part of your delusion. This is clear, Bindoji. Thank you. Uh, Pranam, Bindoji. Pranam, Yeah, so I have a question. So related to... So in the 16th shloka, uh, you know, it is being said that jivam kalpete purvam. So as you mentioned that uh, the present state cannot be attainable, right? The present moment is something that we can go asymptotically as close as we can, we can be, but we cannot be in the present, right? So does that also include uh, the future state as well of the jiva in terms of expectation and imaginations that we have got? All that is real is only present. Future is not yet come. So we cannot say future is there. 
the present becomes the past then the what you thought as future is what is becoming present so this is what the kala vidha kala is explained as a part of baggage which we are carrying that past present and future is a reality there is no time at all in the in the process of the reality neither the time nor the space is a reality it is a it is a projection of the 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 deluded which is projecting that i am separate and therefore the world is time the time is the the space is the all those things are all subsequent creation of that first jeevam kalpayate purvam he considers himself to be separate so from that point of view all the explanations which are being given are like if you i don't know whether you are you have read the, the yoga vasishta in the yoga vasishta there is a story saying that you know uh, to a barren woman a beautiful prince was born that is the first statement and then that then they talks only about the beautiful prince and how he growing becoming a king and all those things everything all the story is beautifully created about uh, upon that those who read the story get engrossed in the beauty of the story forgetting the first statement that a son was born to a barren woman which is an impossible thing so where did the where did the whole story depend upon it is a non real explanation built upon a lie in the beginning itself the barren woman gave birth to a child how can it happen so the prince is is non existent the prince is non existent mean that the story related to him is non existent something very similar is what is being told here jeevam kalpayate purvam that creation of the separation that i am separate from the absolute is the beginning from where we all feel this problem of separation and the creation but that itself is wrong is what godavada is telling in the 16th mantra so can we conclude by that virtue that statement that even the this as he is explaining the in the next uh, karikas that even the time space space and time is like a mithya is like you know a false state uh, a false yes state. yes absolutely yeah so 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 present is so why is mentioning pre, the present time here what it is it does mean is it is it the substratum of atma what does it refer to then present time here in the 16 time he says he is not using the time oh. see the the experiences momentary experiences for that we have to say it, the momentary experiences they is in the present but when the time itself is not real the momentary experiences also becomes is not real no no oh, okay okay thank you thank you bindu ji pranam bindu ji this um it absolutely destroys <laughs> i've been i've been in tears and and laughing hysterically my daughter's been watching me through the window and i i've been in tears and and laughing i i mean this just utterly destroys everything bindu <laughs> it i mean it it utterly destroys it i mean the, it does it, it it completely destroys it it even destroys the notion that it it presents a uh a, a clear 
uh, argument uh, of of what you said, Ajatavada. That yes, this is going deep. Why no will want to talk about this, but the the only thing that we can know about the world is through our experience of the world and what this does is it utterly shreds and destroys the objects in our perception all of those experiences are made up of non-stuff and so all of the stuff of perception are processes and activities there's no things objects are not made of anything they're processes even science now is you know has has taught us this but but what this does is it is it clearly establishes the notion that all of reality is perceptual and that perception isn't anywhere and so the physical the so-called physical world itself is nowhere but an appearance it doesn't mean that i mean this is a question though bindo doesn't mean that our those experiences are are unreal but it almost does though are the experiences are the experiences the experiences are mitya atrik we have to understand it from the point of view that the moment in 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 understanding advaita two words are the what you call most important words and you should apply to all your experiences those two words i will explain those two words and tell the meaning also ananyatvam and advidiyatvam these are the two words ananyatvam means non anya means other ananya means none other no no nothing other than that so a state where there is nothing other than that is what is called ananyatva adyudiyatva means is in it there cannot be a second one these the words may appear very similar in meaning but they are they have got different what you call intention in in, in that in explanation seeing something as other is called anyatvam and that is not reality so all experiences you have to categorize into this category because you are the subject the experiences are of the objects which has to be separate from you that is not reality ananyatvam refutes that there is no subject and object both the subject and object are the same that is why the second word adyudiyatvam is important in that 
there is no two that means in the ocean waves are they two there is no two but we deal with as two the ocean separate and the waves are separate but the ocean and the waves are inseparable non differential one one and the only one but we transact with the difference saying that the waves are different from the ocean that type of in or the old old and the ornaments the mud and the pot or the things like that wherever we are we our tendency to differentiate and segregate and separate is founded on the belief that i am separate from everything that is what to be killed or refuted is as long as that attitude is being maintained the experiences will be separate your experiences will be you know real you will have you separate and the objects of the experience separate from you that oneness the advidyatvam or that the non availability of a second one can never be a reality as long as you hold on that experiences are real so that's clear then that the it, we can't we can't we can't construct it as as a as an experience but the word appearance what it, is there a sanskrit word for appearance kalpana kalpana kalpayade purvam no kalpa kalpana so is the word for it you don't deny the uh, appearance then if it, it if it is seen from the deva's point or from the surya's point of view or brahman point of view he doesn't see the separateness he for him the appearance is part of himself yeah of course but the moment appeared appearance takes a separation as that i am separate from that created then all the re, re, the fallout and the imaginations will happen so this is something that's really important because i i was thinking about this overnight that that the there's it's not to deny that there's biology that there's chemistry it's just that those are fictions <laughs> it's their fictions really though right because yes because they don't happen outside of consciousness and so therefore <laughs> can we say that there is advitiyam in anyatvam and therefore there is some reality to anyatvam see an anyatvam advidiyatvam ananyatvam and advidiyatvam are the two words which i said ananyatvam means no no na anya ananya advidiya means no not not a second one so the aspects of anyatvam and advidiyatvam are from the two different angles of it separatedness is is a diff, is what is called anyatva whereas non differential is what is called the advidiyatva so the words have to be understood from those two aspects of the point i mean 
the definitions are slightly different apparently they may say that what is the difference between the two both are the talking about the same thing but really speaking both are not talking about the real the same thing but are two different aspects of it bindu ji does the projection comes via the mind as intellect is not available in the helm of affairs that is the mind is in command over the intellect and if the intellect is in the charge over the mind will this projection happen asking this question for clarity in understanding pranams actually i was trying to relate this uh, from uh, chapter 3 verse 42 i think uh, from the gita so i just wanted to know about the root of this projection see the root of projection can be answered only if the projection is taken for granted and real gaudapada is saying that even the projection itself is not real so the root cannot be understood and when when is it what is the cause for a snake to appear on a rope there is there any root where the snake as a seed available in the rope for it to project or come up or grow into a snake no no it is a non apprehension of the rope reality which resulted in the misapprehension of the snake same way the non apprehension of our reality what is our true nature we think we are individual separate individual human beings having an experience world is there as objects of experience all those things are all from the non apprehension of the fact what is the reality of my own the the entity all which i call as i myself unless that is known we will not be able to ever find an answer to my the experience and the world of experiences so that is where the whole thing has to be understood when gaudapada says the mind buddhi and intellect and chitta etc are being used by people who think that these are all real and there is manobuddhi hankara chitta as a reality so that is where that that slokarika talks about it thank you thank you namaste vindu ji yeah very powerful session it's like <laughs> i get this feeling that i cannot even open my mouth to ask anything after what i heard so just in that kind of but really thankful to you for covering this very difficult subject in a very nicely so yeah i think especially this episode i would like to listen more frequently again and again very nice thanks so bindu ji uh, one more question would be if everything is uh, that what what is right then um this uh, i'm not able to put it towards right it'll take some time so yeah, yeah so i just want to uh so we know that separation is also a manifestation that is coming from the same awareness as we use the term now separation is obviously coming as a manifestation and that, that is why there is a separatedness 
now let's take one step behind and is it the right line of questioning to ask what made the non-dual manifest that separateness was there a trigger for the separatedness to manifest and assume itself and and put itself into the impression of separatedness at the intent level this is exactly what the karikas 19 to 28 was meant for all these assumptions that separation separatedness and experiences and various theories for experiences all are based on a wrong foot in the first step itself you are never separate from it and you there is nothing other than you you mean not the individual the reality the moment you take an individuality and separatedness from that that is the reason why you are uh, all questions are coming from and all theories of prana mind intellect uh, you know kala time space time object atom all explanations are in the presumption presumption that the separateness or the creation is reality what gaudabada wants us to is that you can know yourself only when you are in yourself and please understand you are never become other than you at any point of time and your reality is that tadutvamasi that is what you are and realize that that as aham brahmasmi i am that is what is in, indirectly he is saying till now but he will get it further clarified in the in the remaining chikarigas and especially in the next chapter it will be really uh, you know what they call uh, hammering down that idea that advaita pragaranam that is the time when you know he will uh, even give it the mentor method of upasana to to somewhat you know aim your questioning mind to come to that abandoning of everything tyageneke amrudatva manasu is about the statement is that the tyaga what there it is being mentioned is that abandoning every notion is the state of total notionless state is the immortality or is that absoluteness purnatva that is to be understood so uh, bindu ji as a follow up let us not assume we know that i am that separatedness as i speak and uh, because i have some background knowledge i know that uh, there is superimposition happening at my personal level and i have to just remember that i am that awareness right but now that i'm here as the separatedness uh, was there anything uh, binduji it is not the notion which you are you are holding on to the notion that that notion itself is what is to be nipped at the bud are you separate from awareness so 
the only thing that is coming in between the only subtlest thing that is coming in between is the is a question that there is a natural flow right i mean just like awareness is flowing into me it is flowing into so many other things and that is natural or random you can say and there is no logic to it we cannot question it there is no space what what is find out what is the reality of everyone also including you and others what is what is it is all depending upon for their existence so, awareness i mean it it is all transient agree the names and form and form has no no independent reality which means that uh, the flow does not matter is it that i was talking about it it is it is imaginary in the ocean if there is a flow you will call it as a flow or you call it as an ocean yeah i think really demolishes everything <laughs> so what do you think of this uh, idea that many people have postulated that vedanta rather than saying that the end of the vedas is actually refers to the end of knowledge because when i read this karika all these verses basically are denying knowledge and in a sense they even deny right uh the vedas in a way if i understand because they mention the knower of the vedas thinks the veda is the reality so what do you think of that idea if you have heard the muntaka upanishad there is a question in it kasminnu bhagavo vijnade sarvam idam vijnadam bhavati this is that knowledge knowing which there is nothing remains to be known or this is the knowledge about everything in either way it is what it is meant so whether you call it as vedas or upanishad your knowledge or whatever may terms you want to use it yatnyatva sarvam idam vijnadam bhavati knowing which what is known as this sarvam idam everything other than me as is them about that or it includes me but in either way sarvam vijnadam bhavati everything becomes known so that can happen only when you know that you are not only you you are everything also then only you can have that experience of sarvam idam vijnadam bhavati basically in this idea we even are denying actually when the upanishad the karika use verses right it uses a verse which says that the atma projects right but it says for instance the verse 16 says atma projects the jiva first but what actually we are saying is that it's not even even that projection is uh, has never really happened it's 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 a uh, it's just a way of stating things so it's all about when you take this into words um, 
it will always become unless you see can see beyond i mean this is the sense i'm getting unless you can see beyond the words you will always get stuck in them there'll always be a logical fallacy because on the one hand it's saying the atma projects on the other they're saying that there is actually no projection at all so uh, this is the kind of catch 22 ironical kind of paradox of this uh, i guess teaching this idea is what i'm comprehending i wonder what you think about that yeah it depends upon which from which side you are looking at it if you are looking from the 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 projected point of view then atma projects it that is why the explanation and the theory for creation is being explained but if you look at from that projection from the is the projection real from the point of view of the the non differential advait advitiya avastha non differential state where can it project where the projection will fall where can the projection stand if everything is that can there be a separate place to where it can project where will the projection get existence from all these questions if you look if you if you ask yourself you will find the projection which is not possible it's really impossible for when it is the only truth that reality is only one and the only one truth where can the projection take place oh yeah 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 i was just pondering upon what you know deep just asked in the in, in the last room whether there is perception is the logical fallacy of no perception and everything uh, no projection and everything being projection so what i see that it's all happening in perception all these projection correct me if i'm wrong so when if that is happening how does this heart problem of consciousness which is a much talked about thing in general philosophy is addressed by advaita vedanta now this is you know a very general question yeah yeah see the thing is that just like the the form the bubbles the whirlpool the uh, you know the waves or tsunami everything is happening in ocean it it is it is in awareness all these projections are supposed to be happening experiences happening objects appearing subject appearing experiencing happening it is all nothing but awareness if you reduce it them all of them are nothing but awareness awareness consciousness or knowledge or bodha or jnana prajna all those terms which are dip, words have different uh, connotations at a different level but my my i hope you understand when i am using the word awareness it's only from that point of view of that the totality of the knowing so in that everything in knowing is not an activity there it's a being there in that everything is not separate but the moment the separatedness phase felt anyattum has happening and then it that is against ananyattum which is the advaita the heart problem of consciousness is not that heart problem because if you think it as a as an experience for a human being it is from the point of view of separatedness then it will be very difficult to answer it remains as a heart problem but if you look at it from the point of view of 
the consciousness point of view not as in consciousness as a as an experience then you will be able to see that actually there is nothing no two to call it as a consciousness separate or cons being aware separate activity activity and being are not two separate thing it's the same thing in the two coins or the two sides of the coin existence and awareness is the word used in the uh, in the shastras sat and chit so sat and chit are not two different things sat itself is chit chit itself is sat and they can never be two separate at any point of time yeah i think very interesting answer i have had you know certain experiences where you know i see myself just as witnessing things the attribute of doership is completely lost over there or as what you were saying you know a beautiful sentence that you mentioned is that experience is not there in the consciousness and then you are you know trying to see things which i would say is happening just as a witness you know just witnessing things so so is that the same thing can be can be construed by what you just said the two words which i told you should be applicable did you feel the ananyatvam or did you have the advitiyatvam in your experience if these two are resolved and you are able to achieve that that is that state but witnessing means there is somebody who is witnessing and somebody knowing things are happening then this ananyatvam has been denied so that state cannot be so i always say that people who are running after experiences and wanting to know this thing they want a out of the world experiences are all not really knowing what is what is that they are searching it is that state of that beingness of fullness sarvam samahita is the word to which is being used everything is included the total inclusiveness where nothing is separate nothing is other than that that is ananyatva and in that there cannot be differences within that swajadiya vijadiya sogada vedas that is that separation should not be there within that like you know like a tree has a branches and leaves and everything the tree is one ananyatvam there is only one tree but within the tree itself there are branches you know branches leaves twigs and flowers and fruits and everything. even that type of a separation should not be there swajadiya sogada vedas forget about the sajadi and vijadi that that definitely is not there but even sogada beda should not be there sogada beda means within the mind self there cannot be any differentiation that is the what is called advitiyatva this is a being it is not a state of experience because the moment the word bring experiencing comes there has to be the duality experiencer and experiencing and experienced subject object and the relationship such a place where there is no experiencing takes place it is a pure being that purnatvam the closest which we can define or explain is what is your state in your deep sleep as a deep sleeper 
not the analyzer in the waking who looks back and explains his deep sleep. But when you were in your deep sleep, what were you? Is something close we can say about it. But that is a state where, you know, technically the Shastra says there is agrahanam or non-apprehension of that you oneness. But in, in the waking, if you can get to that prapanjopashamam or ekatma pratyasaram, when that happens, the agrahanam or the non-apprehension of the unity is not a negative but a positive aspect of grahanam, but grahanam of only one thing. That I-ness or the, that experience of beingness in full, Purnamada, Purnamidam, Purnat, Purnamudachire, that, that, that happiness of Purnatvam or, you know, Abhayatvam. There are different words used there because words have limitations when it is being used, but it is beyond words. Mind, you cannot conceive it as a, it's a state by mind also. You have to be there. You have to be that. And when you are that, there is no more question, no question, no words, nothing will come to you. Because there is nothing done. To whom will you talk? To whom will you explain? To who is there to other than you? Who other than that experience or that being? In that, it is a total fullness, silence, and being present, 100% presence of awareness. Whereas in the deep sleep, the 100% of presence is, even though it is there, there is an absence of awareness, agrahan. That is why the difference between the deep sleep and this are totally different. But similarity is very much, almost, almost 99% you can say, except for this aspect of agrahan. Wow. I mean, this answer clears a lot of a lot of things that we have talked about deep sleep on the sidelines. I think they have, among us, there, there have been a lot of discussion on deep sleep. I don't know if Aman is here or not, but yes, uh, wonderful way to think. I think this correlation that you have made between deep sleep and this state of, of being, which again, if I may put words to it, it's being in union with everything, as what you are saying. So, yeah. So, so one thing. So, one. See, in deep sleep, as you said, there is no awareness. So, when awareness is actually having that experience, how awareness is able to take all of that? Like, how awareness is, you know, able to realize all of that, or just to be in, in the state of all of that? That is exactly what the Chandogupanar said. Having become one with the Sat, existence, yet cannot know that it is Sat, I have become Sat. I have become one with the Sat, is not known because of Agrahana. Because it, 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 is, it is a 
it is a level at which because even in the sushupti or jagrat or sapna all the places the reality is only that one that sat alone is the reality but whereas in the waking and the sapna and the jagrat you have anyadagrahana the in you know, a knowing things other than you and you as a knower and the objects as known and everything but when it comes to the sushupti state there is no anyadagrahana separated other than you there is no grahana but at the same time there is an agrahana because what am i is never known at that level therefore the waking he says i knew nothing because he he doesn't know himself but he knows that he knew nothing other than himself but at the same time he didn't have the awareness of himself therefore it is agrahana but in the case of that state which is achieved in the waking when the prapanchopasaman takes when the when the when you have the ananyatvam and adyudiyatvam as your experience you are not in any state of ignorance of i knew nothing you will be in a state of i knew you will not make a statement you will be everything there is nothing other than agrahana ananyatvam and agrahana anyadagrahana i mean there is nothing other than that you are, you are full and you are everything there is nothing called everything there only one thing is there that itself is the brain it is a purnatvam the words cannot explain ari it you 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 have to be that that's all i can say that you are that but you have to drop everything then you will be that Yeah, thank you for that answer, Binduji. Pranam. Thank you, Binduji. I wanted to thank you again for all these sessions and bringing us uh, till the last mile. It uh, all what we have read, I think, starts to make sense, and you know, subtle differences between why we say realization and not knowing, and all that starts to uncover and the need for uh bringing new logic into the picture reduces because you are creating it as a projection after all and uh there is i i first thought there was one risk of we considering that we are awareness and then getting that pride but even that feeling of pride if that is also a projection then one must just settle into settle into what is behind that projection right so everything can actually be dismissed as projection so what do we do beyond this i have no words really yeah if i have to quote shankaracharya he says that that is the state of krutakrutyata having done what is to be done there is a sense of fulfillment for such a person that all his life's goal is achieved mission accomplished then he gets into a state of happiness and krutakrutyata bhava will come that is the proof of it only thing is i think forgetfulness must be kept in a check only when 
that is there i think one slips at the level of mind and uh, i think realization can happen many times right bindu ji i mean is that a thing or realization happens only once and it it always stays strong irrespective of uh the risk of forgetfulness gaurabada says nyate dvaitam na vidyate once you know that the duality cannot exist even krishna says in the bhagavad gita yadgatva nani vartande taddama paramamma so there is no way you can forgetfulness will catch you up again any time but uh, does that realization have degrees like uh, no okay if it is something which is coming definitely it will go this is not something which comes it is your nature so where can it come from where can it go from to it is always there even this very moment you are that yeah it is really beautiful thank you so much bindu ji bindu ji thank you very much uh, can you uh, you know uh, finish off that uh, earlier statement with neha nanasti kinchana you see neha nanasti kinchana is na isha nana asti that when you join together you will get neha neha nanasti there can never be something other than that nana means multiple in knowledge or awareness or consciousness there is no multiplicity there is only knowledge or awareness or consciousness whatever you want to call it but that state when you are knowing that that is your swarupa or that is your reality that is the time when you have that immediate aparoksha anubhava of neha nanasti kinchana there there is nothing other than that atyo danni this aparoksha aparoksha anubhuti or aparoksha anubhava it it sashchat aparoksha it is always there with us all the time even when we think that we are multiple experiential object experiencing the world of objects and multiplicity it is forgetting this aspect of it but when you know the reality you will see the same multiple experiences everything as multiplicity not as separate from you as ananyatvam and adyutiyatvam as your own there cannot be separatedness that state of brimness fullness or purnatvam is what will remain i just feel like you know this uh, mantra that you always start with induji om purnamada purnamadis so that is itself is a very i would say how it's a compressed it's having almost all of the things you know that we are looking for don't you think so like like it has yeah, yeah that is one one shanma it is the purnamantra itself that is self sufficient for all the me all the answers to all the questions so uh, bindu ji they talk about and you also spoke about this plunge right uh, they talk about uh, uh, courage towards the last leg of 
uh, understanding the absolute so can you shed some uh, light on this because what um, the way i understand it you can still feel that you know the truth through immediate analysis right mind will not take milliseconds to really tell you that uh you know uh the truth but there is a time lag in that because there is some inherent analysis that is happening at the mind level to arrive at whatever that limited conclusion is so maybe that is the point from where you need to take that plunge can you talk about that point uh see this is the point where the ego will lose its existence so it's an existential crisis for the ego it'll never allow you to take the plunge by giving projecting you know possible hurdles or you know impediments in your this thing to confuse you as much as possible so that you know your attention is diverted from that that is why shravana manana nididhyasana is important to for that you know to overcome the clutch of the ego to let you go you have to be firmly established in the reality and it has to become your conviction then the ego has no power at all because once that conviction is conviction the more you are convinced the least it will be the ego and the ego will have no existence once you are 100% convinced about it that is the time when you say you have really plunged into it or that you know, the, the words are poetic in the meaning but not really you don't take literal meaning so that when i when we say the plunge and uh, you know all those things the words it is always your nature it is always what your reality is so you don't have to take a plunge anywhere or go anywhere adhyaya ihacheda vedi atasatyam asti nacheti avedi mahadi vinasti if you do not know it here and now that will be the greatest loss the greatest loss anybody can ever you know have because here and now you have to know it because it's only here and now it is the reality and here is the reality right in your hand like karatala malakavat like a marble in your open hand that clear it is yet refusing not to see it is foolhardiness it is uh... funny that we are using the projection to talk about that which cannot be projected uh all the learnings of advaita happens in the projection as projection and uh, the realization is outside that so yeah, that's why that's why godapada says even the idea of advaita you have to drop because even advaita is become will become intellectual at that level 
it's very interesting you know that all intellectuality that that is the tool which through which which is which is you know we are walking in this gyan marg you know even that tool has to be you know dropped to actually arrive at that state of being so so this is something how can a gyanvargi do that when he has walked with that tool for such a long distance that abandonment you know like, like that's why the example of the crossing the river which uh, you know srinivas was talking about you, know? you cross over the river then you don't carry your boat on your head you, know? you have to abandon the boat and move on so bindu ji uh, just an illustration and we can call this a thought experiment uh, of the mind of course so when a subject is projecting something and uh, there is there can be a projection of the absolute in the sense that when two people are looking at each other it's awareness looking at awareness right they are superimposing each other so yeah eventually nothing remains <laughs> so i think that question is only wrong but do you have anything to call out yeah there is an example of similar thing in the prashna upanishad where you know akshi purusha is being explained so what is akshi purusha is not explained so deva devendra devendra and vedochana goes for that vedochana thinks that the reflection of himself in the eye of the other person is the atma which is being referred to whereas devendra gets in the doubt how can it be because i have heard that atma is nitya shuddha buddha mukta but how can it be a reflection in the eye as a image so he goes back to the brahma for a second and like that he spent thousands of years to find out the true reality of it so a similar experience experiment is being done there also you see you will find all these things stories and the anecdotes and examples in all the upanishads if you have gone through most of them you will find that yeah i mean that example will hold true only for uh making some conclusions at a local level but if the person projecting is also a projection um uh, i don't know if that is a valid statement to make but even the gross body even the subtle body all of this are all of these are projections without with the with the uh with respect to the observer so does not really matter if there are two bodies that are used in the example right uh they just don't have any value from uh, the sakshi point of view right hari om namaste everyone pranam spindu sir Oh, namaste karan just one follow up question 
Um, so uh, like uh, Srinivasji probably mentioned, I did not hear, but when someone passes the river using the boat, when and how should one think of uh, reflecting on the boat? Like, should we continue to express everything in, in the presence by talking about the boat? Or, or how, how does it impact the after effect of using the boat? If you remember the example of meditation in the Katavanishad where you have to use mind, atma, and target and arrow being used. In that meditation, the arrow loses its individuality having merged with the target. So, that type of a meditation is exactly what should be applicable in if you are using any tool for crossing over your experiential doubts which you are having, whether it is a boat or any other tool which you are saying that. The same way, having crossed over, it merges with the destination. Where were you planning to reach was the other shore. The boat has only a utility value till it reaches the other shore. After that, the boat has, whether the boat exists or doesn't exist, has no meaning because your target has been achieved. You merge one with the target. So, having reached so having reached that dharma, having reached that destination, there is no way of coming back. So the boat is of no meaning for that. Yeah, uh, I think makes sense, sir. It's kind of a, um, it's kind of like, uh, um, I don't know how to put, but let's say if there is a passerby who is passing by and if, uh, uh, if if he asks that how did you pass this uh, river or if someone wants to go to the other shore say so would it still make sense to use the same uh, express what is that boat how that boat is to things or does it even not make any sense to recognize that boat and say i don't know what is that thing which we should do Kiran, why are you stuck on the boat and what you do, do with the boat? It is only a tool, intermediary tool for you. Like the Upanishad, like the Vedas, like the teacher. Everything is a intermediary support for you to know your own nature or your own true self. Once you know that, then you will know that the teacher, the Shastra, the Upanishad, the other tool, they are all not different from the reality. You will have a value and you want to treat it differently only if you see it as separate from you. Know. Once you know that everything is Neha Nanastikinjana, Sarvam Kalidam Brahma, Aham Brahmasmi, all those knowledge when it comes, where does the separation of the boat and the tribe? Dealing with the boat, etc., remain. Can you tell me that? 
make sense of pronouns. Thank you. Thank you all. Ariyum. Namaste. Danyoda. Thank you, Vinduji. Good night. Good Thank night. you. Good night. Good night.